You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Who is in your house is the title of this devotion. And I'm not referring to friends or family or children or so forth. No, I'm talking about who is really in your home. You see, I believe we ought to know who's in our home, that it's the Lord. Joshua said in chapter 24, me and my house serve the Lord. It's the Lord who's in this house. God is in this house. Israel developed a beautiful tradition, especially after the days of the Exodus, that they would have on their gates and on their doorposts this little emblem there that represented God's favor and blessing and His law. And they would touch it as they came into the house to say, Lord, this is your house. My house is your house. Mi casa, du casa. (laughs) My house, your house. And you know, I am so grateful to believe with all my heart that my house is his house and that he is the one watching over us. So when you ask me, who's in your house? I would say, it's the Lord. The Lord is in my house. And he reveals himself in the house in his nature of holiness, of love, and so forth. And the Lord said to Israel, here in Deuteronomy chapter 6 at verse 4, Hear, listen, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength, these words which I command you today shall be in your heart and you shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your right hand, on your hand, and they shall be as a frontlet between your eyes, and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So when somebody was coming to the house and opened the little gate, leading up to the house, it would say right there, we love the Lord. We love the Lord. Our house, we love God. And when you come up to the door, there was that little scripture. I love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. I love God. When you sit down for dinner with the family, you'd say, let's give thanks to the Lord for his provision. And you give thanks to the Lord. You could even take time to read the scripture and have a moment to let others also pray. 
and just have a moment of devotion as you're giving thanks to the Lord for his provision. But the point of the matter is not this, but the point of the matter is who is in your house? Joshua, I mentioned to you a moment ago, says there in chapter 24, he says in verse 14, now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river in Egypt, and in Egypt serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, well, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whom you will serve, whether, whether the gods which your father served uh, that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Do you see that we might be surrounded with people that don't serve God and don't fear Him and don't honor Him and don't choose Him. But we do. We do. Don't take on the nature of the society in which you live. No, be a light, Jesus said in John 5, in the midst of the society in which you live. Be an example of forgiveness and kindness and goodwill and generosity and mercy and love and pray for your neighbors and do good to your neighbors. Amen. As for me and my house, we serve the Lord. And the people said, far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God is he and so forth. And they, see, wanted to follow Joshua's example. I think it is so important, dear friends, that we are an example to others. And that sometimes can be challenging because you may have to deny yourself in some way or another, or you have to just repent if you made a mess of it. You may have to repent. I was talking to a company on the phone some time ago, and yeah, I was tired, and yes, I went on and on and on. I could give you all my excuses, but I was a bit harsh on the phone. I was a bit too strong and, and I could feel it all of a sudden, like the Holy Spirit was saying, Robert, Robert. And the conversation was finished. Oh, I, I couldn't bear it. I couldn't bear it. So I called back. I said, sir, I need to give you my apology. I was really out of order there. The, the manner in which I spoke to you was not, not friendly and, and gracious. And would you please forgive me? <laughs> he was shocked. He said, wow, I've never experienced this before. Thank you for calling me back. And yes, all is well. But you see, I think that it is important that we're a good example. And if we mess up, we should own up. Amen. And, 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 and fess up <laughs> and make things right. How we live our lives every day does make a difference of what we will enjoy tomorrow. If you live it right today, then tomorrow there will be benefits that come along with it. And there's this scripture that says here in Psalm 91, it says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Where is the secret place of the Most High? Well, look what Jesus says. 
He says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, Matthew 6, verse 6, 6, verse 6. And when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Where is the secret place? The secret place of God is to be in your home. Your home, your house is to be the secret place of God. In Him we move and, and have our being, as Paul says in, in the book of Acts, and we live in His presence. And here he says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. So who's in your home? The Most High, the Almighty, the Lord with whom nothing is impossible. He shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, the all-sufficient one, El Shaddai. I pray that that grace is in your homes. I seek it in my home every day. I must have it in Jesus' name. I must acknowledge the Lord in my own home. I must say, Lord, I will serve you in my home. I will share your love with the family. I will share your kindness, Deuteronomy 6, with, my, with, with the family, in my manners, in my serving, in my attitudes, in my, in my behavior. I will share your love with my own home. I want this to be the secret place of the Most High. I want you in my home, Father. Who's in my home? Do you get it? The Lord is in my home. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and fortress, my God. In him I will trust. And because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor any plague shall come near your dwelling. You've made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. I pray that you make the Lord your dwelling place. Who's in my home? It's the Lord who's in my home. Now in closing, Exodus chapter 12, please. Exodus chapter 12, he says, No evil shall befall you, nor any plague shall come near your dwelling there in Psalm 91, verse 8 and 9. And then look at this, Exodus 12, verse 5. Your lamb, lamb, your lamb, shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. The whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight, and they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and lintel of the house where they eat it and they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Where is the lamb? In the house. What is the evidence that it's in the house? The blood is on the doorpost. What do you partake of the in the house? The lamb, the lamb. And then look what it says here in verse 11. It says, and thus you shall eat it 
with your belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand, so you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on the night, and I will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, listen now, and against all the gods of Egypt, the evil demonic spirits of Egypt, I will execute judgment, for I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. It's a sign for you. And when I, the Lord, see the blood, I will pass over and the plague shall not be on you. Wow. Who's in the house? The Lord, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. John 1 verse 29. He's in my house and we partake of his life and his nature and his character and his blood is on our doorpost and no evil, no unclean spirit, no evil angry spirit comes to ravage my house. No, the lamb is in the house. The lamb, Jesus is in the house. God is in the house. My house is the secret place of the most high where I dwell secure in his sufficiency. And because I've made the Lord who is my refuge, my habitation, no evil shall befall me, nor any plague come near me. Psalm 91, verse 8 to 9. You see, the Lord is my habitation. In Him I live and move in my own home. And His blood is on the door, and His love is on the door, and no evil, no. Now believe this in Jesus' name, and begin to say it, think it, pray it, and watch it happen. Amen. Have a good day.